previously on the Always Sunny cast. Season 4, Episode 5, Mac and Charlie Die. What he recorded was verbatim what Charlie told. <laughs> what Charlie said. And I, Mac gets out. He's okay. Is it on, on Broadway next to Duncan? <laughs> yeah, Charlie does have good focus, I, I, would, I would say. He's going to shoot the gun at the gas tank. Mm-hmm. Car explodes. If you go into an orgy, that'd be good for you. They're only making it unisex here. For the glory hole. They disintegrate it. It could be cool. You know, I like it. Hey guys, I got some news, some terrible news. We got a huge problem. I feel like we could do a podcast and it would be a million times better than whatever that drivel was we were listening to. What the hell is a podcast? What is that? The future of radio. You jabronis. Hey yo, and welcome to the Always Sunny Cast. I'm your co-host Eric, and I'm co-host Ross. And this is the podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, break down, dissect, digest, and regurgitate back to you. Right, yeah. Ross? I, yep, that's what we do every week or every time. I I always start talking before I know what I'm going to say, so it's like, was that right? <laughs> you always falling down the stairs, hoping to land on your feet, huh? <laughs> And today to help us on this amazing, amazingly funny episode, we have a very special guest. Dan is joining us. Thank you, Dan. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. of course. It's great to have you. Yeah. <laughs> we could always use the help on this. We can because we, we sometimes like uh, you know Ross. I, I know what he's gonna say. I can look at him and know <laughs> what he's gonna do. <laughs> this is exactly the thing that I'm like made for. Really? All right. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah, good. I, I'm, I, it's, it's good to hear some other input because all me and Ross are going to do is say, this is wonderful. We like this. This is <laughs> so, awesome. I mean, yeah, this is awesome. I mean I, I'm not too far off from that. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And today we are talking season four, episode six, Mac and Charlie Die, part two. Original air date, October 2nd, 2008. Written by Charlie Day, Glenn Howerton, and Rob McElhenney. Directed by Fred Savage. Ross, that IMDb breakdown, please. Okay, IMDb summary is as follows. After Mac and Charlie fake their own deaths, the rest of the gang finds unique ways of dealing with the loss. Okay. Interesting. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh. It's kind of vague. It, like, sort of tells us everything, but not really. You know, it's not enough. Yeah, yeah, I would add it a little bit more, I think. Right. <laughs> it just sort of cuts off there. Yeah, it sort of just ends. That's how most IMDb breakdowns are. Just sort of like, <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> on to the next one. Simple <laughs> sentence <laughs> sort of ends. Quite honestly, if we weren't doing this, I would never even have ever read an IMDb break- breakdown. It just would never. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why would I do that? <laughs> and you got a 2008 fact? Trivia? Something going on in the world? Yes, I tried to do some uh, extensive research. I reached out to the local library. They did not get back to me. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you, I thought you were banned from there. They kicked you <laughs> yeah, out, they, didn't they? I've been trying to go to <laughs> outskirts of towns, but uh, they have me on the billboard. <laughs> so our 2008 fact is going to be a little bit weird. So D has a 1997 Dodge Neon. Right. Right. Correct. And like Charlie says, you can't buy her a new two, uh, 1997 Dodge ne- Neon in 2008. Right. 
But you also couldn't buy her a, a new Dodge Neon in 2008 because they stopped making those in 2005. <laughs> that was replaced in the Dodge lineup by the Dodge Caliber, which if they were to buy a new one for her, would have cost slightly under 23000 at the starting price. Wow, what a, what, what a catch. That's unbelievable. And, wow. if you were <laughs> and if you were to buy a 2008 Dodge Caliber in 2019, that would have cost you roughly $8,000. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. We should all we should all throw in and buy a van, buy a buy a Dodge together. <laughs> Let's all throw in a couple thousand. You think three men in their 30s can afford a Dodge Caliber in 2008? Nice, Ross. Thank you. That was good. I like that. All right. You, you, got, you guys ready to get into this? Hell yeah. Let's do it. All right. You know, this episode does not have a cold open. It has a previously on, which is our first previously on on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It, it's, uh, it, in, it's, you know, basically recaps the last episode. But did you catch, did any of you catch a different scene that was in this clip that's not in the original episode? Ooh. No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. When the guy says, what's the password? Frank says, it's orgy. He doesn't say it's orgy. Wow. That's a big one. I should have Yeah, that. he Yeah, he, it's a different take. He just says orgy. He just says it in a normal way. It it's very <laughs> weird that they threw that in there. It moves so fast. It's like, I don't even know how. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it, it flows right. Yeah. I also skipped it a bunch of times, and I, so I didn't even catch it until like way late into my like probably my fifth watching. I was like, oh yeah, wow, it that's seems a- like they even sped up some of the scenes just to get them like out, out, yeah. out. You now, know? now, do you think this was needed? We're watching this in two thousand eight. I appreciate it. I don't need it personally, but you know, for somebody <laughs> else, yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Honestly, I think they should have just released it as one long episode. I mean, yeah. why not? This episode but. and the previous episode are only 20 minutes each. So it only would have been 40 minutes altogether. It's actually not that long. Yeah, it's, no. just, it's, a, it's just a one-hour time slot. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I think about around this season, they were getting, like, two episodes per uh, per week or something. Right. So it would have been just make it one episode. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But for whatever reason, yeah. This, so, yeah, we get a previously on... We get no time and date either when it picks back up. We have no time or date, which is very... This is the first time this has ever happened. It rattled Yeah. Very weird. <laughs> it goes right into the title card. It is kind of weird. It's very weird. And it's very weird. And, and, and I was like, when I was doing my notes, I was all rattled because I didn't have a time or, or a place. Yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> what do we do? This could be anywhere. Any, this could be anywhere in time and space. <laughs> yeah. Sometime. <laughs> Well, then, yeah, we just get a title card, and we get Mac and Charlie Die Part 2. And inside Patty's Pub, there is a funeral service going on for Mac and Charlie, and first up is Dennis. Um, Okay, well, I guess this is probably going to be it, so we should should get started. Um, What to say about Mac? Um... He certainly was angry. Burn the duster! I'm not burning the duster, okay? I'm not burning the duster, all right? That's crazy. That's like, 
That's insane. Why would I ever burn? I mean, I will continue to wear it in his honor, and I will burn some other things, you know, maybe like these stupid goddamn sleeveless T-shirts that he wants retired and hung up in the bar. I'll burn these, but I'm not burning the duster. Okay, so forget it. It probably won't even burn anyway. It's not supposed to. It's flame retardant. That's like the whole point. It's like a shield of armor. So stop asking me to burn the duster. I'm not gonna burn it! So, end of story, you know? Let's just move on. Okay? So, yeah, all right, well, uh, thank you. First off, the pool table's gone. Pool table's just <laughs> move. I love how they, the pool table can just come and go. Like, there's no, way, like there's no way they're carrying that down the stairs in the basement, right? Well, yeah, of course they are. They're lifting with their back. It's easy. <laughs> exactly. Maybe they just, like, push it into the office or something. Like, turn it sideways, you know? That office could not fit a pool table. <laughs> that office, I mean, office is the size of, like, half of a foosball table, maybe. Yeah, it's so funny how they we just... And, and honestly, who cares? But it is funny that they just go, oh, yeah, this is out of here now. <laughs> it's great. And this is not the last. This is the first time we see this sort of set up, this funeral set up. But it's not going to be the last time we see this. Oh, setup. yeah. <laughs> I like they, it, get, they get this like funeral set up where they get all these chairs and they're facing uh, like this sort of like makeshift stage. Yeah. Frank actually calls it a stage. I like that. <laughs> He's like, Deandra, get on stage. <laughs> on stage. And we have Dennis <laughs> doing his eulogy, which could be one of the funniest, most iconic <laughs> moments of the season. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> to make a eulogy and spend the whole time talking about whether or not you're going to burn a duster. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does say Mac is angry. <laughs> <That's>, that <laughs> he does say Mac is angry up top. That's true. That's, that's, so he does say a little something about Mac, nothing about Charlie. Oh, yeah. Don't you love Frank standing up and he's like, burn the duster. Like, this has been an <laughs> ongoing conversation. Right. They had this, like, uh, when they previously, in the last episode, the list of demands was burn the duster. <laughs> exactly. And Frank's bringing that right back up. The, the thing that got me was the sleeveless T-shirts hung up and retired. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He wants these, yeah, so he wants his sleeveless t-shirts hung up and retired like they do like 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 hockey jerseys. He wants this like, <laughs> he wants this like up in the rafters. You know, that's like, kind of like how I'm picturing right. he wants this. Yeah. I like that though. And did, like you notice, did you notice the tags were still on them? I was going to say it looks like a box of brand new <laughs> shirts. Yeah, like... <laughs> They could have ripped the tags off. <laughs> well, now is that a is that a mistake from the show, or is, did Mac buy shirts to do this? Rip them, yeah, to make them look like nice and neat. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> he he totally bought them. Yeah, I think he might have <laughs> yeah. bought them because they go out of their way to. We're gonna find out they go out of the way to take a bunch of series of photos and pictures and. Oh yeah, uh, the the photos. <laughs> <laughs> I like how everything is like. To the max, like <laughs> like the, this slideshow that they go into. Well, like... this, 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 I have that. I, I separated that. I, I I separated that. I made this Dennis duster thing one scene because sure. it is like I'm not gonna bur- and like he like the I'm not gonna burn it. <laughs> I'm not gonna burn the duster. <laughs> like, it wouldn't it, it wouldn't burn right. anyways. It's like a shield of armor. <laughs> 
so let's just move on. What they think like a duster is is so like it's too big for him, right? Can we just get that out of the way? Oh, it's yes. too yeah. big for him. It's too big for him. In the <laughs> shoulders, it's just it's awkward on him. The sleeves are too big. Mm-hmm. And but they it's just so and so he does this wonderful, wonderful duster speech. We all just heard it. It is like, it's, it's seriously a, a, a very early intro when I was cutting together our intro song. A very early intro that I tried to get had some of this duster speech in it. Oh, wow. I would like to hear that cut. Because <laughs> it's just so funny. So then next up is Dee and Frank, and they play a slideshow that Mac and Charlie wanted them to play. So this must have been in the list of demands, right? Yeah, I think this is interesting <laughs> because, like, you know, um, Dennis is closer to Mac, and Charlie and Dee are closer to. Char- uh, I'm sorry, yeah. Frank and Dee are closer to Charlie, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wouldn't you so, feel yeah. that way within the unit of the gang? I um, think they're appropriately breaking down who they're talking about or who they're talking for. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that kind of that that kind of that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That, and I didn't actually pick up on that when I, when I was thinking about it, how they, they are more of, they're on, like, Charlie's side of what's going on here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 you know what? I'm so sorry. It's stupid. I didn't mention that we see Charlie's mom and Mac's mom. Right. We did not <laughs> mention the only two attendees. <laughs> the only two people that are there are Charlie and Mac's mom. <laughs> and Mac's mom's asleep with a cigarette in her mouth. Just <laughs> She's got she's got a TV on her, on her like on her like. That's right, and I didn't notice that until That's like probably my fourth watching, because later on we're gonna see Mac mentions her watching a show. I'm like, what is he talking about? But yeah, mm-hmm. she does have a little portable TV like on her lap. Like, she's got ash on her shirt. Yeah, they brought that actor in to just. She has no lines. She yep. does nothing but just. Sit her there presence is enough. Clearly. Definitely. And okay, so they're playing this, they're, they're going to play this this slideshow and a song that Charlie and Mac also loved. And so we get Wanted, <laughs> Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi comes up a lot. Yes, on this has Sunday. come up in the past. And I think it goes ahead in the future too. They have a thing with John Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Mr. Bovine Joni. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, I was going to say, like, they can't really say his name correctly. Like, John Bon Jovi. Like, That's exactly right. screwed up all the time. And this is, like, this is so funny. Like, Ch- Charlie's mom is crying. She's, like, upset about all this. Oh, she's they're playing the song. And let's go over these pictures, okay, these pictures that they're, they're clipping through. Let's right. First up, we have Charlie in front of a fence. <laughs> that is like so. Like, it's kind of like a like a heartthrob picture of some sort, right? Is he like looking hunky? Like it's like, yeah, it's like a model picture or something. It's like something yeah. out of like a magazine or something. And then next up, we have Mac with a bunch of rope. <laughs> as far as yep. I can tell, it's just him with rope. And he's got it around his neck. He's got like a tank top on. He's looking like again. This looks like a model shot. Right. It's weird that they went and got this. Like, when in time did they do this? Put this together. Put together a slideshow. But, like, to get that developed, like, who do you even go to for that? I was thinking about that. Like, was that before they crashed the car or was that, like, after they crashed the car? Yeah, you got to wonder. Yeah, you got to wonder how long this funeral is happening after. Like, how long between the last episode and this episode? You got to wonder. 
So it's sort of like, yeah, when did they, they I, I would assume they made the slideshow when they made the tape because they made that, right. that suicide tape off camera and before everything. Mm-hmm. So, but they like it looks like they had a professional photographer. Right. <laughs> look, look at this production value in that. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Mac doing karate. I don't know how else to explain this. But I like this, like the gi, like it sort of like solidifies like the Mac doesn't know karate, but he like, like we've seen him try to do some stuff before, but like always fail or just bail on it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And uh, I think it's interesting that we're and later we get a karate reference too with the nunchucks. Oh, yeah. And what is he smashing through? Like a like a pallet? What is he? He looks like he's like he's like doing he's like breaking wood, but it's like it's like it's like tall. It's like as tall as he is, kind of like he's like it looks like a pallet that's like on its side. Like I don't. It's strange. It's a strange picture. And of course, the next picture is Mac in his full gi, bowing, like. But he's like looking like he knows what that means. Exactly. Like he knows like. Like he's only doing what he has seen in like a movie or something. Like it's not like, like... The Karate Kid or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we get Mac and Charlie on a motorcycle, like leaning we up. Got a- the cowboy hats. <laughs> the cowboy hats. This is like something out of like a, a ca- like a like a like a sexy man calendar or something. <laughs> yeah, right? like that's what I was saying. Like, this is like kind of like it's weird. It's like kind of like their style. But also like hunky shot, like they want to look like dreamy or something. Doing like a smolder yeah. with the eyes. Yeah. yeah, they like the looks they put in their face. Like they know they're be like none of these are candid photos. They You're know right. they're being. They're so posed. Was this uh, one photo shoot? Like it has to be. I, I was actually looking at that to see if Charlie's wearing the same thing, but they do change it to some sort of cowboy gear at the end here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have like they have the cowboy hats and. They're on the motorcycle, and then the last picture is they're on the motorcycle again, holding their hats in the air, and it says "Goodbye, Crew World." <laughs> I, I like um like the, the kind of like the song with like these pictures because like we get that line from that uh, song like on the yeah. steel horse I ride. You know, it's kind of like fitting, <laughs> and uh, dead or alive. You know, oh because right, yeah. Are they yeah. dead or are they alive? That's right. Good point. Yeah, very good point. Wow. Now, I don't know if you noticed, but there's one picture of Charlie and f- two of just Mac and then two of Mac and Charlie. So Mac has more like Charlie's only represented once by himself. <laughs> the very first picture. Right. He's kind of boxed yeah. out. What what if the uh what if the slideshow was Mac's idea? Is that that sound that sounds like that sounds like something <laughs> I, that Mac oh, would I hundred percent agree. It had to be Mac's idea. Like the Bon Jovi wanted dead or alive, <laughs> like being on a motorcycle. That is Mac. Yeah, and of course Charlie sure. is like Charlie kind of thinks that stuff is cool, but I don't think Charlie would think of it first. Yeah, so it's kinda of like not his type of idea, but like you know, they are about pageantry of, of these sorts, so I wouldn't put it past yeah. him completely, but so then we cut over to the vent, and we see Charlie and Mac watching this all happen. And Charlie's upset that no one is mourning him properly, even though his his mom is there and she's crying. Mm-hmm. And, but Ma- Mac's mom watched Mama's family and fell asleep. Have you guys ever <laughs> heard of Mama's family? No, <laughs> I didn't know that was a show that he mentioned. I'm just I'm just guessing. It's like a. It's like an old sitcom or something. That's what it. That is what it is. It's an old sitcom. It's a spinoff on the of the Carol Burnett show, and it ran from 1983 to 1984. 
He's a oh, very it's a old reference of a show that I also don't know. <laughs> the yeah, the Carol Burnett. Burnett well, the Carol Burnett show is an old <laughs> sketch show, and there oh, was a sketch okay. about Mummy's family that then they, they then turned into its own sitcom. That sounds horrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and also like. This is the first, this is our first of our reference to like old TV shows. This whole episode is referencing old TV shows and at the end, old movies. It's very yes. weird how many references we get here with this. But the first yeah. one here is Mummy's House. A reference, I would, I would never know what Mummy's House is if, if I wasn't doing this podcast. I would never know what that is. Right. It would just... <laughs> Something you just kind of like let go, <laughs> like let it slide, whatever. <laughs> just it's a TV you just show. assume, yeah, you just assume it's an old stupid sitcom and you let it go. But she was watching a show from 1983 on that little old TV. <laughs> How? <laughs> yeah, like does that get reception? Like what? <laughs> there, there's no DVD player, Blu-ray, even <laughs> those like little po- those little portable TVs. Like only something I've ever seen in like TV shows and movies. Right, so yeah. you have to imagine, like, in 2008, she's watching a TV <laughs> show from, like, 20 years ago, and, the like, one of the three channels is playing that. Even a slideshow in 2008 is pretty crazy. Like, how do you yeah. even make a slideshow? Yeah. If I had to make a slideshow, I wouldn't know how to do it. There's, there's, like, more modern technology for that, but they're using, like, old school, like, flip to the next photo, flip to the next photo, <laughs> like... The projector thing. So back at the so back on stage, Frank gives them a one gun salute, and <laughs> D tells everyone to leave. Okay, good. I'm so <laughs> glad you brought up the one gun salute. I thought you were gonna pass that. <laughs> we have to talk about the one gun salute. <laughs> the one gun salute is so this is funny. not anything. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like he's I, fu- he's always firing guns off in this place. Right, but that's like a Frank thing to like mix up like idioms of sort. Like there's a twenty one gun salute. But Which he only has like but he only has one gun. That's true. <laughs> that's why he's saying that, I think, because he only has one gun. <laughs> well, I wouldn't put it past him to have more than one gun, but like <laughs> for all intents and purposes, the twenty one gun salute is a thing. The one gun salute I heard on Urban Dictionary, because I had to look it up, is a reference to suicide, which is what they did. Oh. It's a suicide, but, like, via gun. Obviously, Yeah, I get, I get what they're saying there, the one-gun <laughs> yeah. salute. I get it. But, yeah, yeah, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. I can't believe you looked that up. I wonder if that was intentional. I wonder, too. I, mm. Yeah, I wonder, yeah. too. I, I mean, I it's so, so weird, I, the crossover on that. I, I think it's just a joke that he only has one gun in his pocket, and so it's a one-gun salute. I think salute. you're right, yeah. and I didn't see that coming, but it's also, like, just, I think, happenstance that it's, like, I'm, like the Urban Dictionary term, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. So the gun, the gun goes off here. Everybody gets scared. They kick, they they D kicks everyone out, and she walks over and she kicks D, uh, kicks Max mom like awake, like physically kicks her awake. Oh yeah, I love that she says like, "Oh, I'm so glad like the two of you could make it." Like she <laughs> yeah. like really emphasizes that like only two people are here. <laughs> and she's like, and she's also like, "Okay, good. Th- see you at the next one," which I love is a great like, "See you at the yeah. next one." <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming, both of you. <laughs> that reminds me of this, my my uh, our mutual friend Gelatus, me me and Ross, our friend Gelatus. We were at this um, we were at a wedding, and as we were leaving the wedding, it was for like these people who like he kind of knows, like we kind of like you know whatever. And we were leaving, and he goes as we were walking away to our cars, he goes, "Great wedding, see you at the funeral." 
And I, <laughs> oh my I lost my mind. <laughs> Laugh. Like, it was so quick and I was like, oh, I'm at the great wedding. See you at the funeral. Because it's like wow. people who we, it's like people who he never sees, we never hang out with. But he somehow just got invited to the yeah, wedding. Yeah, somehow. You know how that happens when you just like, end yeah, up at a I wedding? was probably at that wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and I will see you at that funeral. But I love that. Yeah, see it. Yeah, see it. The next one. She's kicking everyone out. But I love. Don't you love how Frank runs up to Bonnie? Because they have a oh, history. Man. They do. Yeah. They get some like hot and heavy history. <laughs> so he wants her to go into the the bathroom to go into the stall because he has a nice surprise to cheer her up. Yeah, this is this a real is a classy move of Frank. <laughs> Capitalize on an opportunity. <laughs> but you know what? I gotta say. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> On the day of your son's funeral, do you want to blow me in a bathroom? Like, that's basically what he's saying. But also, like, it's not anonymous. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's Isn't that the point, point of the glory I mean, hole? Like, the anonymous. But, I mean, it's Bonnie. So, whenever Frank and Bonnie, he's just like, you know, just. Yeah. Maybe he's Yeah, I guess it's, a, it's an opportunity to use it. Yeah. I, I was gonna say. Yeah. I was going to say maybe it's a test run. Maybe he just wants to have, like, a test run to see if A dry works. run? Yeah. <laughs> It turns wet, though. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and so, yeah, so she, but she tells him, no, Frank, I don't have to go potty. The way Charlie's mom talks is crazy to me. Yeah, she's bizarre. <laughs> she talks like she's, <laughs> like the, she talks like she's talking to like a six-year-old a lot of the time. Yeah, like, <laughs> like everyone, everyone is a six-year-old to oh. her. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, bitch, I just made a casserole, like, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's very strange. I, no, I don't need to go potty, and we got a nice drat from Frank. He's, like, not happy about that. Dee's over at the bar with Dennis, and Dee needs a ride home. <laughs> yeah, because uh, she doesn't have a car anymore. She doesn't have a car anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, she just needs a ride home, but Dennis, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 not going to happen. Can't do that. Sorry, Dee, I got to meet some roommates. So we set up the Dennis is already on the move here, moving on. Yeah, quite quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. He's ready to go. Of course. And then we get the great setup for, like, you know, D has to find a way home. Exactly. Yeah, this is, like, D's problem this whole episode. So then on a bus in Philly, we see D frustrated about having to take the bus. Is there anything on any of these passengers? Um, Just one. And okay. And this is uh, a pretty good one because... For those of you who say that, like, season 14 or whatever isn't as good, guess what? We see one of these characters again. Really? Yes. Wow. D finds herself on a bus in, like, season 14, and guess what? That guy's there, too. That is Um, awesome. So the big strange dude? Yeah. So big strange dude is played by Atticus Todd. He was on ER, Malcolm in the Middle, Pushing Daisies. My name is Earl, Agent Carter, The Shield, and Criminal Minds. Nice. And uh, he does a great little bit here. This is wonderful. Just stone face. He's breathing straight into it. I don't know how any, <laughs> first of all, I don't know how anybody on this bus isn't laughing. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> truly don't understand. It, they're, right? They're, they're like dead silent. Like, they're dead silent. Right? Yeah, you're right. That. And I, the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, wow. Like, how many takes must this have taken? Like, if I was one of these extras... I would lose my mind. Like, I would just, I could not hear, especially when D gets in people's faces and shit. And, like, yeah, especially with, like, Atticus. Like, yeah. you're right there. Like, it's got to affect you. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. To, to an extent, like, she just keeps going at him. It's like, ugh, you got a little crack. 
so we get this big guy here, and he's standing. He's standing. He's breathing in her mouth, as she says. <laughs> and I love how no one is moving. Like, so she's trying to get to the front of the bus, and nobody is moving. He's moving. I love this. You must. You, you can picture the, the director, Fred Savage, being like, "Okay, everybody, nobody move from yeah, her. Yeah, just like, don't you even can't move at all. You can't move at all. <laughs> yeah, just let her push through you. Let her do whatever. Like, you just gotta stand there. And just like, uh, yeah, it is so. And but I don't know if you, when the last time any of you guys have taken the bus. Oh. But this is uh, what, 100, 100% accurate? Yeah. I mean, maybe six months ago I rode a train and it was like, oh, God, these people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I rode the bus like every day for like a month. And it's just like everybody on the bus is just quiet. And <laughs> it's strange. They just look at you. Everyone in this bus is completely silent except for D. There's nobody saying a single thing on this whole entire bus except for D. I, I gotta say, D is doing the thing where she's causing a scene, which causes mm. other people on the bus or train to ignore. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, if someone's all making a scene, you're like, oh no, I'm just gonna <laughs> stone face and look out the window. <laughs> she, 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 do you notice how she also has like a bag of change in her hand? I thought no, that I was very interesting. Up. She has like a she has like a Ziploc bag of change. That's weird. Because she has to like take the bus mm. everywhere now, <laughs> and she's push she's pushing her way to the front. And do you have anything on the bus driver? Yes, this is Georgia McGregor. She's in. It's only sunny. Uh, it's always sunny only. Really? Hmm. Yep. It's her only thing. I try to Google her. Nothing. Maybe she does like Broadway shit. I don't know. She's telling D that she's gonna get back behind the yellow line, and from my experience, from what I remember of the bus, they yep. are crazy about this yellow line. Yes, <laughs> on the train too. There's like a line. And they're like, "Could you get behind?" Like, even to ask a question. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, I'm from Baltimore, and in Baltimore, they don't care about the line at all. Like, it's just anarchy really? on the bus. Yeah, really? I, I've seen people <laughs> just really? like. I've seen people just like leaning against like the the console and stuff at the front, and just kind of yeah, like sitting on the bus driver's lap, <laughs> almost. <laughs> <laughs> that is fun. That is yeah. I mean, this line thing. She's like, you get behind. I am behind the line. You're on the line. Behind the line. On the line. <laughs> What's it? Is? Yeah, I get her though. Like, what is the point? But I do like that one guy that's like. That's like slumped over. Yeah, I noticed it, like too. he's like trying to get by her, and she's like, uh, "No, no, no, let me do it." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, because like, the bus driver is like, "I'm gonna pull the bus over if you don't if you don't get behind the line." And he's like, "Fine, fine, I'll go back in there with the rest of the freak show, whatever she says." And she gets real close to this bus driver's face, and she's like, "I, I'm not gonna, I don't like it though. <laughs> I don't know how you don't laugh. I would lose <laughs> it. I would lose it." <laughs> like right Caitlin Olsen Caitlin Olsen is an inch away from your face yelling at you mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and so she mo- she makes her way back so uh, at a store in Philly Mac and Charlie realize they are out of money bear and beans and get into a fight they also realize they're out of poppers and that's gonna be a problem well, this is the this is the little bit of a thread we have from the last episode on the popper thing, and then it never kind of gets resolved. We don't know who takes it, and it never comes up again. Poppers right. are completely gone after this. Yeah, so we get the um, you know, like D cancel her credit card, so they like shit out of luck. Yeah, you see that she ha- they have her purse. Right, they get that one popper left, 
in this fight kind of reminded me of um, the gang gets a racist when they're like fighting over Charlie's wallet for the picture. Sure. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? I, I know and, exactly um, what you're talking about. Yep. So, yeah, they're going after. I think Charlie's being a little bit selfish here. I don't know about you guys, but. I'm okay. I feel like Mac already had like enough poppers and everything <laughs> with like the with, yeah. like the grenade <laughs> and the gun and all that stuff, you know. That, that is true, true. But when did when did Charlie stop taking poppers? Like when did oh. Charlie stop being the popper guy? He wasn't even oh. doing them before. He wants to be the popper person, but <laughs> <laughs> look, Mac was. When did Charlie get in a car crash? Like <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's why true. Mac's when taking is, them. Yeah, Mac's taking them to feel better from the car crash. Exactly. But Mac didn't have. <laughs> Mac didn't have to do that. <laughs> He you're brought right. that upon himself. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> That's true too. So yeah, they get into like a little fight here over the popper, and and Charlie's slapping his hand away, and then they start getting into like a physical fight. And we see D on the bus, and she sees Mac and Charlie fighting, and she tries to stop the bus, and unfortunately, it doesn't happen. No. <laughs> I, I mean, she she can't reach the bell. It seems like she can reach the bell. I know, but I like how frantic she's getting. Like, I almost <laughs> wanted her to, like, kind of sob. I, th- I feel like that would have been, like, a, a climax. But you get that guy thrown up. I wish we got more, like, D's, yeah. like, gagging. You know what I mean? Yeah. She, she does that so well. Like, that, uh, uh, like <laughs> All right, she's so good right. at it. Now, are you a, uh, Dan, are you a Seinfeld fan by any chance? I love Seinfeld. Now, do you remember... Okay, we we, we do you. too. So if if you remember, there is an Elaine. episode where Elaine gets trapped on a train and the lights go out and it's very similar. Who's touching me? What's going on here? She's freaking out <laughs> about the people. It is very similar. Uh, I, I think kind of this thing. is like spotlights, kind of like the difference between like maybe a Seinfeld and It's Always Sunny yeah. because they are comparable. But like, you know, in Seinfeld, like it's an inward thing. Whereas right. Sonny, yeah. it's like outward. Yeah. 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 Elaine is Elaine, it's her thoughts that you hear. Yeah. But D is screaming this out loud. <laughs> yes. That's right. Yeah. This is like such a cool moment for Caitlin. It's, like yeah. to have a to have a you know <laughs> It's like screechy Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. Like Yeah, totally. And she, I love, did, did you catch this little, like, somebody yells her, someone says, shut up, stupid. Did you notice somebody <laughs> yells that to her? No, and she goes, shut that. up, bitch. She yells, shut <laughs> up, bitch, back. And then this guy just throws up. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> so fitting. What for a when things can't get worse. Like I was wa- I was watching this with fiance Katie, and she could not handle it. She could not handle <laughs> She's the grossest thing. She <laughs> did not like that. I wonder whose call that is, like, on the day. Like, is that the director? Is that written? Like, it's just like it's a... It's got to be written, I think. Yeah, that's written. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah I think the throw-up's written. So then, over at Dennis's apartment, Dennis meets his new roommate. Goodbye, Max. Shit. Goodbye, Max. Shit. Goodbye, Max. Shit. Goodbye, Max. Come on, dude. When were you ever going to use nunchucks? Are you kidding me? Jeez. Yeah, hang on one second. Right. Yeah, it's perfect. Pow! Oh. <laughs> Hello. Uh, hi. Um, can I help you? You're looking for the roommate, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was looking for two, actually. Female? I believe I was pretty clear in the ad here. Male, 30, looking for three's company. 
type deal. Did odd couple things for past decade, looking for something new. Yeah, I did the Swiss company thing once. Oh, yeah? It was pretty cool for like a week. And then I banged one of them. Oh, nice. Not nice. Do you know what this is like? Banging your chicks that you live with? It's terrible, man. Pa, pa, pa. Every day you have to deal with this. Pa, 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 pa. Get out, mm. lady. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah, I guess I never really thought about that before. You know, you're, you're much smarter than my old roommate. Yeah, yeah look. I'm gonna be upfront with you. I run with a pretty wild crew. Huh. It's probably gonna be chicks over here like all the time. Huh. I'm into some pretty crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the best part. Huh. I don't even know most of their names. Oh. Mm -mm. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, wow, yeah. You know, I've been trying to get into the anonymous sex thing lately. Oh, yeah? Now, are you uh, European? Oh, I'm sorry. What gave it away? <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah, well, you know, I could probably consider, like, a uh, perfect strangers type of deal. Hmm? Look, I like this, by the way. This is a sweet duster. This scene is wow. unbelievable. <laughs> this guy is unbelievable. Before we do anything at all, what do you have on Jan? All right. Does anyone recognize him from anything? I, I don't. I, I, I don't recognize him at all. No, I don't know. I think his most... I think his most famous role, I think we would all kind of recognize is Wedding Crashers when he plays like the artistic brother of. Oh, right. The painter. That's him. Yeah. Yeah. He tries to, he like chains like um, Vince Vaughn to a bed and paints him. He wants to paint yes, him nude yes, or something. Yes, 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 Um This guy is great. He's a great character actor. His name is Keir O'Donnell. He's from Sydney, Australia. He was in Wedding Crashes, as I just mentioned. He's in Paul Blart, Mall Cop, American Sniper, Project Blue Book, Fargo TV the series, um, Marin, Rizzolian Isles, Californication, and Drunk History. So he does have like a little bit of like drama and comedy in his uh, wheelhouse. I, I think he's a great character actor. All right, well, before we even get to him, let's start up top here in this scene with what... So, Dennis is throwing away Mac's stuff. He's a ba trash bag. Did you catch anything he's throwing away? Nunchucks. We th we thrown away what looks like some sort of paper. Okay. He's throwing away some magazines. And then he throws away what looks like a little table golf. Like, it looks like a little golf thing that you'd put on a table and, like, knock balls into. It looks like a like a putt like a putt hole or something. Huh. I don't know. He, he throws that, and then of course, then of course, yeah, it's weird. And then of course, nunchucks. Yeah, it feels like they own generic yeah. stuff that guys would own. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, <laughs> like, and, and when when was Mac going to use this? <laughs> what what's why would Mac use the golf thing? Like that's the thing that's confusing me. <laughs> I, I don't know why does Mac why does Mac. What, what were those magazines, I wonder? I wish you could see them. They're probably like bodybuilder magazines or something. <laughs> yeah, like, right. cool if we saw them. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets a, this, so then they get a, he gets a knock at the door. He checks himself in the mirror. He looks perfect. Perfect. And <laughs> he opens the door to yawn, right? Now, my, I don't know about you guys. Did you, if any of you guys watch this with subtitles on, the subtitles say meow, but I think he's saying pow, P-O-W, pow. 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 <laughs> he does a hand pow. gesture to his face. Now, if anyone like, ever... I'm going to grab your face. If I ever opened the door and someone did that to me, I swear to God. Like, I, I would... I would I could not. I would not be able to understand. I would not be able to handle that. Like, I like his posture. He's like slumped in the doorway, like kind of like. <laughs> this like, guy, oh. this guy is incredible from start to finish. Like, 
<laughs> it, it is it is too bad that Jan isn't on the bench that they don't call yeah, this guy like, back for stuff. I, I feel like there's a lot of missed opportunity with like bringing a lot of characters back. This guy should be back, and he's definitely one of them. Yeah, I've really, I've been saying for years that I want him to come back. Like, just, just one episode, just one episode. Bring him back. Anything, anytime they have anything to do with sex or something, he should show up. Of course, (laughs) yeah, you know, like he should be there in some way. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, and so (laughs) now let's let's talk about now. Why did he even answer this ad? (laughs) <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I think he saw Dennis's uh, problem ahead of time, and he was like, "I'm Maybe. gonna intercept this, and I need a roommate." So, because he does like kind of like put things in perspective, you know. Like Dennis thinks this is gonna be like some sort of like, you know, like well, brothel well, of Dennis, some sort. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, Dennis, well, Dennis reads like some of the ad. He says in, in the ad, he says he's looking for two female roommates. Yeah, so why this guy just shows up like, oh, you're looking for a roommate? Like, <laughs> well, he's he's done the Three's Company thing before, <laughs> right? Then now they mention Three's Company, yeah, because right, Dennis goes, yeah, TV I'm looking show. to do, I'm looking to do a little Three's Company thing. Three's mm-hmm. Company ran from 1976 to 1984, starring John Ritter, Joyce DeWitt, and Susan Summers. Have any of you guys ever seen an episode? I think it may have seen one, or I was just aware of it being on TV when I was a kid at home from school. I- yeah. You know I don't think I mean? I've seen I don't think I've seen a second. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I know the theme song. But uh, of course we all do, which is crazy. Like we is all it the know come knock bu- on my door thing. Yeah. Come and knock on my door. <laughs> yeah. Jan oh. yeah, knocks on the door. It's always funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it, it, it's very crazy that we all do know it. And I, I actually did the read the IMDB summary for this. And it all mm-hmm. it said was all it said was the misadventures of a of a man living with two women, is that's what this show's about. The misadventures of a man living with two women. <laughs> that's weird. So yeah. you know, <laughs> what are the misadventures? <laughs> I don't know. He, he figures out it, women are people. <laughs> I, I I think back in the day, whatever it was like frowned upon or something like that. He's living with women that like he's not dating or something. Or I I don't know. I really don't oh. know. No, that, I mean that could be like a, a dated cultural thing. Yeah, you're right. He, he was he, Dennis was looking to do a threes company thing, and he, you know, and he's done the odd couple thing for about a decade, and so we get another TV show reference: the I odd know. couple. Kind of cool, Oscar. And odd couple. The odd couple ran from 1970 to 1975. These are old ass shows they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> So that starred Tony Randall and Jack Klugman. I have not seen a single second of Odd Couple. You guys? No, I think they tried to reboot it actually recently with Tom. Oh, they made a cu- they made a couple movies. Yeah, they made a couple like reboot movies. Yeah, I think it's I think it's based on a on a on a play. He's like, oh, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the, the the IMDb was just one guy's messy, one guy's not. See what happens when they live <laughs> together. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, don't don't you love how when he says like, "Oh yeah, I did a Three's Company thing." Yawn knows what Three's Company is. Yeah, yeah, I did a Three's Company thing too. Like <laughs> he knows what Three's Company. He knows what Dennis means. I guess. Do you know what I mean? They have a, a European version. We we don't get to know where for in Europe he's from. I like how he's no, generically from he's, Europe. He's 
He's vaguely European. Yeah, exactly. He's vaguely European. I know. His, his accent, you just can't pinpoint it at all. Like, it's like he's German yeah. something. Kind of not. But, like, yeah. Yeah, but the stripes say, like, maybe he's French. You know? <laughs> like, the striped shirts. And I, he did the Three's Company thing, and he ended up banging his roommate after a week. And, this and is when Dennis thinks when Dennis thinks that's nice, no, it's not nice. Can you imagine living with someone you you banged? Ba 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 ba, get out, <laughs> every, lady. Every day you have to deal with this. Ba ba ba, ba ba ba, get out. And he, he does this thing with his hand, like and he makes his hand come in from the side of the door <laughs> as if like so as if it's somebody else. <laughs> and he's like, ba ba ba, get out. Lady, the lady is get so out, paused. Lady, get lady. out, get out, lady, get out. <laughs> it is so funny. Like it is like unbelievably. This guy is killing it. Right? Like his mo- everything he's doing. And well, I Dennis, love the next line though. Right, well, well, Dennis, one of his next lines. Well, Dennis lets him know. He's like, "Hey, you're a lot smarter than my older roommate." <laughs> <laughs> he's already saying he's smarter than Mac. Because <laughs> uh, he, uh, uh, he's saying like, you know, he he runs with a really wild crew. He gets into some crazy shit, and he does this like I thing across his eyes. <laughs> I know. I try to look up. Like, what does that mean? Does anyone yeah. know what that means? Like he's just, it just means he's up. crazy, I guess. Not <laughs> crazy. But I like the way he says it though. Like the way he says it, I, I run with a pretty wild crew. Ha. He does this like yeah. sigh noise. Ha. Like, could you believe <laughs> it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like so funny. It's like this like weird sometimes, Like sometimes he doesn't even know their names, and now he's saying everything Dennis wants to hear. Right. Like. Right. To a he's team. checking a like, lot of boxes for Dennis. He's, yeah, he's recently. checking it. And do you guys know when he's bobbing his head back and forth? You guys see when he's like, he's like <laughs> yeah, I did. Dennis is talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it is such like a, a visual thing with this guy is unbelievable in this hallway. And uh, Dennis, oh, are you European? Oh, what gave it away? He like, points at <laughs> Sorry, himself. What gave it away? Sorry, what gave it away? <laughs> oh. <laughs> the delivery of that is so weird too. And Dennis thinks, you know, okay, maybe I can do, maybe I can do a Perfect Strangers type of thing, and we get another TV show reference. <laughs> Perfect Strangers ran from 1986 to 1993, believe it or not, and it starred Bronson Pinchot and Mark Lynn Baker. Never seen a single episode. This I have seen. You have. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What about you, Dan? You see Perfect Strangers? I've heard of it. I, I, yeah, I, I saw one of the actors in something else. I don't remember where exactly, but um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it yeah. though. Yeah. No, it is not. It, it's about a, it's about a guy whose naive cousin comes to live with him. Oh. That's 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 what the show's about. Naive? He's and, not foreign. They don't mention yeah, I think he. I, I think he is. I think what that's what they mean by naive in the IMDb. Okay. <laughs> like he doesn't like know. He doesn't know like American culture. I think is what they. Uh, mean. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. European. Yeah, he's he was, yeah. What, what gave it away? <laughs> and I'm so, oh, I'm sorry. What gave it away? <laughs> <laughs> th- th- this again, like, doesn't this like okay? 
everything they do from the beginning of the series, from the very first episode, they always model what they do on TV shows and movies. And it really, like, they For just, sure. and again, they, they don't like do like a parody of Perfect Strangers. No, he just says we're doing they Perfect doing, Strangers. Yes. They're doing, yes. Uh, they're doing the thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they hit it head on. And uh, Jan mentions uh, that he's got a pretty sweet duster. And I mean, <laughs> that seals the deal. I mean, <laughs> Dennis's like, face. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, dude. Dude, like, dude, like this. I've been waiting for you my whole life. That's what it looks like. Like, like we're he soulmates. almost breaks at the end. It's almost like, yeah. <laughs> Dennis is out acted, I think, in this like scene. I know. Like, totally. I know he. He, he really like Jan really steals the spotlight. It's it yeah. really is like oh man. Usually Dennis is someone to watch for mannerisms and stuff, but this totally like, like ten times. Jan is like Dennis, but bigger. You know, like yeah, he's the European Dennis. He's like he's like yeah. elevated. New heights. So then up, so then up on top of Patty's roof, D surprises Mac and Charlie. Uh, Mac is mad that they he didn't burn the duster. <laughs> oh yeah, he's talking about Charlie's wondering why. Right. Yeah. And it's because Dennis wears a shirt with a bunch of cologne. He doesn't wear any. Sh- he wears it without a shirt on with a bunch of cologne, and he ruined the duster. We have seen Dennis wear the duster without a shirt. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's happened. <laughs> yeah, totally. I can see Mac's point. I wouldn't want to wear it. After somebody was shirtless, would you? Um, no, no. No, I don't know. It's a, it's still, it's a jacket. It's still warm when you put it on. Yeah, and also it's like a shield of armor. That's like the whole <laughs> point of a duster. <laughs> so, that's just a sweet duster. <laughs> sweet, sweet duster. <laughs> D pops out of their tent. Hello, bitches. That's like her like. I love catchphrase. that. Yeah. Hello, bitches. <laughs> she pops out, and you guys notice that we hear a sound of glass breaking, but they don't drop any bottles. Right. And Max is like, oh, I almost dropped all my beers, but but you know, he didn't drop we any. do hear a glass. Yeah, but we yeah. hear a glass break. It's very interesting. I mean, what if it was just like the clanging? I don't know. I almost thought D came out and smashed a bottle. Like surprise, bitches, like that. But I don't oh. think she does. It's strange. That would have been a good I, I look. Yeah. I look for her doing that. They, yeah, oh yeah, and they're carrying like handfuls of loose beer bottles. They have like tons of just loose beer bottles, like not in a case or anything. Yeah, they obviously like they just, just like took them from the bar. But why not just like take a case? <laughs> yeah, just take a case. <laughs> you know, like know. <laughs> it's, it's like Charlie has a history of like not carrying alcohol well like remember with his like at the grocery store like <laughs> emptying marinara <laughs> jars to like, oh, fill yeah. up with, the, <laughs> fill up with like box wine why not just steal the box wine <laughs> way to go to the long way they just don't think about these things neither of them it's not just charlie it's mac too right definitely and they tell d that jumping out like that that's not cool and then Dee explains what's not cool is everything that they have done. She lays out <laughs> everything that they have done here. And they got to say that's one of the coolest things they've ever heard. Like, that is the coolest things they could have done. Like, she's like, you, 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 you stole my car. You blew it up. You fake your own death. And they're like, that sounds pretty cool. It does sound pretty cool. <laughs> it's cooler than I thought it sounded. They're like, wow, it's even cooler when I hear it back. <laughs> 
They're kind of not wrong, though. Yeah, I mean, the way D says it, yeah, you stole a car, you blew it up with a grenade, grenade. you to death. It does sound <laughs> probably one of the coolest things you should do. And Charlie says, you should try it sometime. <laughs> uh, Mac is still beat up. You guys notice Mac has, like, bruises and a little yeah, cuts like, on cuts his face. Yeah, he's, like, cuts all over his face. Yeah, he was in a horrific car accident. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the wedding dress? Did they, like, throw it away? Or, like, did we see that in the previous episode? That's, you know, that's a fun, that's interesting. They should have been some sort of closure to the wedding dress. Like, maybe they're burning that it funny. on the, on the, yeah, they're burning it on the roof for fire. Mm-hmm. Or D finds it and is like, what is this or something? Yeah, something <laughs> oh, yeah. she, like, like that. tries yeah. it on cause for one of her costumes. Maybe she creates a character out of it. Yeah, it's like her fantasy of being married and stuff like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, you, we find out that what they stole was Dee's 1997 Dodge Neon. And what she wants those two monkeys to do is go and buy her a new one. I love when she calls them monkeys. <laughs> She's so, like, derogatory towards them. Like, she, like, yeah. <laughs> it's just, never says anything nice. Uh, yeah, she wants a new 1997 Dodge Neon, but... As Charlie points out, <laughs> use your head. <laughs> you can't buy a new 1997 Dodge Neon in 2008. Well, new to me, she says. <laughs> well, new to me. <laughs> and uh, they say, well, you, whatever, you have bigger problems than that. Mac's dad's coming. Mac's dad's out of prison, and he's coming to kill you. He's coming to kill everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, like, something they could have brought up a lot earlier <laughs> to the whole Also game. not true. Also not true. Yeah, none of it's true, but they also, <laughs> if they thought it, they could have mentioned it to everyone else. Why would they do that, you know? <laughs> yeah, why would they do that? Yeah, exactly. Why would they do that? <laughs> they could have built a better plan. Well, Move they're hobo it. drifters now. They're hobo drifters now. They live in the present. Hobo drifters don't think about the past. Hobo That's drifters true. only live in the oh, yeah. That's Ho- very hobo true. Drift- hobo, hobo drifters, drifters. They've, got, they've gone nowhere but the top of the bar. Like, where are they drifting to? <laughs> yeah. Are they solving mystery's <laughs> yet? Yeah. Town to town solving mysteries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> they tell they tell D she's in too deep. She's got to fake her own death. That's oh, the yeah, only way. Which is weird. It's like they go from like, you should fake your own death to like, <laughs> there's no turn back for you. <laughs> I, don't you love this too? She, they say, you got to fake your own death. It's the only way you can get back at Frank and Dennis. You're right. And you know, but she was like, never trying to get back to them. <laughs> it's like, I like how they convince her of something she was never trying to do in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, she explains, no, I'm trying to get back at you two. And they're like, really? Like, that's what this is about? <laughs> They can't figure out why. <laughs> so yeah, they, she she kind of like agrees and 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 is on like basically yeah, their she side. Yeah, she's with them. Yeah. And but Charlie wants to know what her what's her bean situation. <laughs> I like how that's a callback to like last episode. Charlie could only concentrate on beans as a means of living. You know, what's a hot dog without beans on the roof? So then at the Econo Lodge, we check in on Luther. This is a very strange scene. What is this tra- scene trying to say? Like, he dips the knife in, in, in the water. He says, goodbye, son. He brings it to his throat. Is it supposed to... Are we supposed to think he's killing himself? Yeah, I thought so, too, because he's not, he doesn't have any, you know, shaving cream on his neck. 
I mean, I see it as just like this sort of ominous thing. Like he's he like sharpened it up, and he's just like he's just like testing yeah. it out on him. You know, like yeah, yeah, like, ma- yeah. maybe no. maybe a little bit of that. Yeah, but he is taking a straight edge to his neck, and like you said, he could be like testing it out a little bit. But it, it kind of creates an illusion <laughs> to me that he's like gonna kill himself. But then we get right away. Then we cut scene. right away to him kneeling a combat knife to the door with a note, which is from now on out, I guess, and always sunny. When you give someone a note, you got to do it by combat <laughs> knife, <laughs> right? So, of course. Because <laughs> when uh, what, what's the uh, uh, Ma- uh, Dennis and John Ch- Rambo, uh, Dennis and Mac, yeah, Dennis and Mac Manhunter, Manhunter, they they have the combat knives that they're sticking right. in the pillows. Yeah. So Luther sticks a note there, and he walks away. That's a good callback. I, I mean, what is that? That's probably like a, that's probably like a hundred and fifty dollar knife, right? Eh. <laughs> he stole it. He stole it exactly. Yeah, yeah. safe to say. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he probably did. Yeah, but yeah, he just leaves a knife in the door with a note. It's very, fu- it's very, it's very always sunny. So then, at Dennis and Jan's apartment, they are partying with some ladies when D drops by. Is there anything on any of these lovely ladies? Uh, yes, we have two. We have uh, Party Girl and Eurodancer. It's kind of like hard to tell who that can even be because there is a party later on. But Let's I just mean, get them out of the way now. Okay. These two women are Party Girl is played by Nicole Marie White. She was in Stardust Unlimited, Fallen Angels, The League, uh, Adventures of Lewis Clark, Misfire, and two shorts called – one of them is called How to Get Girls to Like Your Dick Pic – and another is called "How to Take a Slutty Selfie." And you produce you, and you produ- produce those, right? That's your you produce those. The second one, "How to <laughs> Take a Slutty Selfie." I was behind. I was the mastermind behind that one. Uh, your dancer is played by Christy Tostado. She was in Eternity, the movie. Um, date this. Thanked in. Oh, she was also thanked in a. Under the Boardwalk, the Monopoly story mo- movie. She was thanked? Yeah, it was a documentary about <laughs> the Monopoly story. <laughs> I was, I always think it's interesting when someone's thanked in anything. She was I, in <laughs> a whole lot. I had a dick. <laughs> okay? I mean, I'm so I'm a filmmaker, and oftentimes thank is literally just somebody who, like, gave a little bit of money or just, like, right. gave some oh. sort of support, like... <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, good, yeah. that's that's good insight because we've seen in the past people have been thanked for something. We've often wondered why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like helping in some like non-specific way. You okay. know? Not enough to get an actual credit, but just that's, that's good. Mm. That's good news. We yeah. I used to always I don't know about you guys, but like whenever I would get a new like band album, like went back when we had CDs and shit, I would always flip to the thank yous. That was always something. Oh yeah, to, to see what to other bands are referencing yeah. or what other artists they're maybe collaborating with. Yeah, because that could jokes like in there and stuff. tell you who maybe else you should listen to. And exactly. Then we got Spotify. And, and then the world went to hell. Oops. <laughs> so so they're 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 in this apartment and they're just. Dancing. I mean, I've never had. I've never had experienced anything like this. This is not how I've ever partied. I've done it. Yeah, just I mean, yeah, fully, no. fully dressed men with half naked women just dancing. Yeah, they're around. in their underwear. To be clear, yeah, <laughs> yes. And they're dancing around, and 
Jan just wants Dennis to relax. He's going to relax all over the place, so we don't have to worry about that. And D knocks on the door, and he runs over. He opens the door, and D's like so in funny. her jogging gear. Now, <laughs> what, is, what is D doing? D's like trying to like establish an alibi. I don't know at all. I think she's trying she's to try- imply that like she's going to go do something that might get her killed. Right, because yeah. she's trying to fake her own death. So she right. lets him know that she lets him know she she she's going to go jogging through Fairmont Park, which I looked up, real place in Philly. Hmm. Yep, that was a place that was previously mentioned in It's Always Sunny. We're going to have to put that on the walking tour. Yeah, Joe what? and crew, get at us. We need to know what Fairmont <laughs> Park is like. I imagine it's a lot like our Boston Common, but... You know, if you have any insight, please let us know. That's how I. That's that, like how I picture it too. Is that where Pepper Jack is? You know, I think. I think it, it might probably be. is. Yeah, it that might imply is. the danger. I think. Yeah, I almost wish she ran into the bar later on. She was like, oh, "I ran into Pepper Jack <laughs> or something." Wouldn't that be like incredible? We would have she, like, to see him. Pepper Jack we would have him. to see him. You can't just reference Pepper Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to come back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would, have been, it would oh, be yeah, yeah. my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna take Pepper Jack's best hoe. So <laughs> automatically best <laughs> hoe. <laughs> and as you can as you can see, she's going alone and she has no reflective gear. And Dennis doesn't want anything to do with this. He doesn't care. He doesn't even want to talk to her. And she's like oh, yeah. you know so she's like you know so she's like bouncing around and stretching this whole scene? Yeah, I think she's yeah. really trying to create the illusion she's gonna run. She's such a bad actor. Like, and, <laughs> yeah, like, like she's doing that in the hallway. Like, why? Like, what? Why would she go by Dennis's to tell him that she's gonna be jogging? It's super weird. I would be <laughs> just as upset that she's doing this in this moment <laughs> as well. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, what are you doing? You're telling me something like I don't need to hear. Get out of here. <laughs> He shuts the door. He shuts the door on her. And he I, says, I love this. He says, sorry, she's a bag. I hate her. I hate her. <laughs> he, like, is, tries to create, like, this, like, she's a bag. I hate her. Like, <laughs> he bails on it. <laughs> Just, I hate yeah. her. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, Jan wants to know, what? who do you want first, Greta or Sasha? <laughs> and this kills it. This kills it for Dennis. <laughs> yeah. I, don't you love when he's like, he's Why like, call, that, he bro? Call, yeah, he go, and, he go, and, and I love, don't you love the way Jan comes over like, what? What? Like, what did I do? <laughs> kind of like, what? Like, he's all innocent. <laughs> that kills yeah. it for me, bro. Yeah, he wanted, Dennis wants something, you know, more like an anything goes sex party, something kinkier. This is not yeah. enough. I don't it's know how for him to the the names be left out of it. He is strictly on the anonymous tip. Like he, that's what he wants to go for. So knowing their names at all ruins it. it but like this isn't enough for Dennis. What what the hell? <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> like, know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's and he's so non-specific. Like it's like is is it just the. What what yeah. what makes it even more like kinky to him beyond just the anonymous right, exactly. thing? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. That is weird. But right. But Jan Jan picks up what he's putting down. Jan's is like, oh, kinkier. Oh, I like this. You like this. We like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you know, he's. Oh, you, can you make this happen? Don't you love? Of course, I'm European. Do you love of that I one? European. <laughs> I like how they go for this like fist bump thing right after, right. and Jan does this like snake bite like hiss noise, like <laughs> like he forks his fingers, 
at Dennis's fist bump. It's like so <laughs> unprecedented. It's like, what's going on? I think it's supposed to be like, uh, like, like that's what he does, like in Europe. You know what I mean? Like that's like a Europe way of doing it. And so it's like weird because Dennis doesn't understand kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, we city does like the, the uh, uh, yeah. So I don't know, maybe. I mean, he's just like this club bro sort of thing. Like he's just. Yeah, he's just there's a little bit got of all that. these. I see, like he, him being a club guy. He's got this weird like slang and stuff, as if like there's just like this big like dance culture or something that he's right, a part yeah. of. <laughs> like you gotta imagine totally. he listens to like like house music and techno music like in yeah, his yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like one of those people <laughs> yeah. that like, listen to it. Yeah, when they're not dancing, they listen to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then over at Frank's apartment. <laughs> They listen to EDM to relax. EDM tunes to relax too. So we so we cut over to to Charlie and Mac watching them through a window, and Charlie like oh they, he he's made a lot of new friends. I love how he's, he's so he oh, says and some of them are, some of them are pretty I'm really lead. pretty girls, <laughs> like really pretty girls. Like to describe these women as really pretty girls <laughs> is like very funny to me. Yeah. Like, they're like absurdly attractive. Yeah, <laughs> it's of course. Like pretty, li- pretty girls. <laughs> Almost seems too innocent. I guess is what you, you yeah. might be getting at, right? What is it? I think you, what you're might getting at is like it's, that. Sounds so innocent for like yeah. <laughs> the situation. Like it implies, like it looks like they're gonna have an orgy like any second. Yeah, yeah, and they're just pretty. He's like, oh yeah, they're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're friends. <laughs> like I hang out with my friends that are women in their underwear all the time <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly and max upset about this he's moving on he's he's already getting a new roommate and i, lo- I love charlie has a quick little wow this is gonna be really hard for you to see <laughs> like, like charlie's like really kind of rubbing it in yeah yeah back throws in i bet this is uh i bet frank is throwing a party too mm-hmm. so then over at frank's apartment charlie and mac watch through a window and frank is has some crazy mannequin that does not does not look like charlie (laughs) not even close (laughs) it's just got the beard and the the big hair it's good it's got too much of a beard right too much hair i think (laughs) looks like a 70s rock star like it's crazy yeah. looking. It is like really crazy looking, but it's wearing Charlie's classic gear. It's wearing that yeah. horse shirt and the long, <laughs> the long johns. johns. Do you notice how short this mannequin is too? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like yeah. it's like Danny DeVito's height. Yeah, because when he gives it to like when he gives it to Dennis later, it's like up to his stomach. It's a it's a short little mannequin. Yeah, it's tiny. <laughs> very odd. Danny it's a child. Yeah, it's very <laughs> odd. It's like a kid's mannequin, like <laughs> yeah, they put kids' it might clothes be. on. It, it might be, it, and and they're having this conversation about the bedpan. So again, they're they're solidifying that they do not have a toilet in the apartment. Right. Weird. Yeah, I don't. What kind of pl- does this exist? A place like this. A living such situ- <laughs> like a real living. Situ- I don't know. <laughs> I bet. I bet <laughs> like, it exists. It, it probably does. It no, probably does. Is, one Never time be I surprised. stayed at like a bre- bed and breakfast and they have like a community bathroom situation. I did not know this going into it. And I was surprised. I was like, oh no. But it was like really? a, one person for the whole hall. 
maybe their building used to be a uh, like a college dorm or something. You know, there's like yeah. a bathroom at the end of the hall. Like a repurposed building, I guess. Because I remember in, I remember in uh, Dennis Reynolds' Ironic Life or whatever, uh, D like stays over, and there's like that's right. Yeah, that's right. She yeah. tries to go in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, you you know you're right. It is a that's very a good dorm episode. room. It is a good <laughs> episode. You're you're right though. It is a very <laughs> it is a very dorm room sort yeah. of a setup. It yeah. is. It really. But he does have a sink. He does have a sink and a mirror in this like yeah, little that's crevice. That's definitely an yeah. upgrade from a um, a dorm room. Yeah. To have any plumbing at all. I, I so okay. So they're having this conversation about who brought the bedpan last down the hallway, and he's doing a he's doing <laughs> a voice. That a voice that does not sound like Charles. Does not sound like last time. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It's too high. It's like too high like, and like and weird, scratchy. Like, <laughs> no, Frank. It's just, it's just like a voice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's trying to do the Charlie voice though, like that. The because you know Charlie's got this kind of like gravelly, high pitched kind of voice, but like he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's going way yeah. too far. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a caricature of the voice, I guess. It's so and. They they have this argument about the bedpan. It's not they. It's really Frank arguing with himself. And he they I like you. I like you too, new Charlie. He keeps calling him new, new Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, that's interesting. And I like how like new Charlie loves Frank's or likes Frank so much that he's willing to <laughs> take up the the bedpan. Yeah. <laughs> I like how a crazy person's talking to himself and wins for once. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie hears the voice and he's like, he's like, that doesn't sound like me. Oh yeah, later on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, later on when he's in, when he's in the thing, he's, he's, like, yeah, he's like, that doesn't even sound like me. Yeah, he, I like that. Like, that's a thing always Sonny does where they will like acknowledge the thing the audience is thinking. Like somebody yeah, will yeah. say what the audience is thinking. It doesn't even sound like him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do a great job of that. So then at Patty's, Mac and Charlie argue about what type of haunting they will do until D comes in and joins them. And that's it. The ha- we're haunting these bitches. That's it. He's fed up. Yep. I, I like how uh, Charlie's interpretation of haunting is murdering. Well, yeah. We'll get, yeah, exactly. We're going to get there. How how Charlie doesn't... This is another one of those things where they're like, Charlie, you don't quite understand what's going yeah, on. Yeah, you, <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> it's like the but, last episode where, you know, like... Um, Oh, they're going to kill themselves. With this suicide versus, like, yeah. faking it. Like, Charlie's like, which one? Whatever. Let's just pick one. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's willing to die. Now, when they come in here, Mac's, Mac's starting to haunt the place. You notice he's putting all the bar stools upside down on the table. He's putting all yeah. the... But that just looks like they're closed and what they should have done anyways. But he, right. but he's putting he's putting the stools upside down on the bar stool, and then he puts on the TV to just, like, snow. And well, maybe he's trying to create the illusion that, like, one of them uh, closed the bar. Maybe that's something they do when they close the bar. Well, no. Have you ever... Well, he mentioned specifically Poltergeist. Have any of you guys seen Poltergeist? It's, no. It's been forever. Right. There's a, there's a part in Poltergeist. It's been forever for me, too. But there's a part in Poltergeist where they go into the kitchen and all the chairs have been piled up into, like, a big pile in the middle of the room. 
And no. I think that's I think that's what he's trying to like do. And like the cheers were down, and now all the cheers oh. are up. <laughs> See, I was going with the uh, the ghost of Mac was closing the bar or something. You know exactly, I mean? exactly. <laughs> and the snow on the TV is another poltergeist thing. That's like oh, yeah. that I got. Yeah. Yeah. So then Charlie. By the way, so he's then Charlie's like we put knives on our fingers and kill people. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. That's when. Yeah. yeah he's he like. Escalates. Yeah, he had so he's like he's like yeah we'll put on and we'll stop murdering people and like no haunting and he's like oh <laughs> right 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 he kind of goes like right like <laughs> he confuses the two all the time yeah he confuses the but but even before that when he when he first mentions Poltergeist which came out in 1982 screenplay was by Steven Spielberg and he even says Craig T Nelson and then he, that's who played Coach mm-hmm. so now we have another reference of like to someone else. Yeah. It's crazy how many references are in this episode. It, and even Charlie goes, yeah, Craig T. Nelson is cool and everything, but I, <laughs> w- he doesn't like Poltergeist, but he agrees that Craig T. Nelson is cool. Like It's very strange. Do you know Craig T. Nelson was a stand-up comedian? No, I didn't know that. I, I had not known that. <laughs> That's so bizarre. <laughs> I can't imagine him doing stand-up comedy <laughs> like I've never seen Coach. If you guys watch Coach, I've never watched it. I never watched Coach. I don't know anything about him. That I did you watch, watch Coach. Coach. Yeah, no. I did watch Coach. I, I don't. Not I don't know anything about Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. A, I don't know a single thing. It just. Was I don't not. know this man. <laughs> we don't, don't know this man. <laughs> <laughs> Coach ran from 1989 to 1997. Uh, Charlie's not scared. Charlie's not scared of Poltergeist stuff because that's all psychological damage. He, he's got psychological damage up to here. Yeah, who yeah. cares? <laughs> it doesn't do a thing to him, obviously. No. He turned out fine. <laughs> and I love the term physical damage. We need mm-hmm. to do physical damage. <laughs> like, what are they, aren't they friends? Aren't these people friends with each other? <laughs> not not exactly. Like they hate when each other. When it's convenient. Why do they hang out with each other? Like why do they do anything? Like they're gonna Hard do sell. physical damage. <laughs> They're they're literally the only people that can tolerate each other, even like <laughs> remotely. Yeah, yeah, they're That's like true. destined. They're like destined to like have to be with each other, like bound by like some sort of demon in hell to always be with each other. I mean, they ruin everything that they come in contact with. So yeah, they do everyone's you know, lives. Right. Every yeah, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, and D comes running in here. D's visibly upset. She's obviously something happened. She comes in. She's upset. They don't. She starts telling them the story. Oh she had to actually run through the park because she didn't have a car. They do not care. <laughs> I mean, they do not care at yeah, all. Some gangbangers came up and yeah. Is that the end of the story? Is that the end of the story? Can we start? Could that be the end of it? Could that be the end of it? It's like <laughs> such a funny line. Could that be the end of it? And this is where, again, Charlie says, like, oh, you know, oh, we're kind of in the middle of something. Yeah, we're going to you know, put knives. Mm-hmm. We're going to do some murdering again. No, <laughs> haunting. <laughs> we're haunting. How quickly he forgets. It's almost like he was in a car accident. And, and don't you love this? This D goes, oh, you guys are doing, like, a poltergeist thing? I like how she's yeah. automatically yeah. on board. <laughs> yeah. They all think alike. She still like doesn't. You're just get saying it. they're bound. Yeah, they're all bound together though. Like peas in a pod. Like, it's like <laughs> he thought of a poltergeist, and then she automatically says, "Just like before." She just assumes says, she's automatically yeah. on board. It's like so. I don't know. It's like <laughs> it's, it's hard to explain these people, but like, and it's like Dennis earlier when like 
Charlie and Mac are talking about going out in this blaze of glory the whole episode. And then oh, at yeah. the end of the episode, Dennis, Dennis, with no context of what they were talking about, says oh, they went out in, went a, out blaze in a blaze of glory. Of glory. That, That's perfect. They just have like this shared language, you know? Like, yeah, they do. They have this like, exactly. It's a shared language. It's like rules. a. <laughs> it's so weird. They're so codependent that like they just yeah. have like the same mind that they kind of like yeah. draw their references from and like mm-hmm. they're connected in. And I've always said this too, like the way this show works and and to your point where they all have the same mind, this show can like jumble the characters around and each character can play a specific role depending on the episode. Sometimes Charlie is the smart one. Sometimes Mac knows what's yeah. going on. You know, and sometimes Dennis, sometimes D is the one that's manipulating everything. Like they can like each one of them can have, can do what the other ones can do and th- they can swap places. The last episode was a good point. Uh, to illustrate your point, like um, like Charlie taking the lead and being bossy with Mac because Mac was head damaged, that was perfect. Like Mac is always the bossy one. Mac <laughs> is the one coming up with the ideas, and then Charlie took the lead. Like it's it's great. And that formula, and to to bring it back to Seinfeld, like we were talking before, Seinfeld does not have that formula. They no. all only play very their static. specific parts. Yes, yeah. very static. And when they do switch, like in the opposite, when Elaine becomes George and George <laughs> oh, gets even better, Steven? best episode. Or, 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 or yeah, even, or, even Steven. Or when uh, Jerry starts living over in Kramer's apartment, the Kenny Roasters. Oh, when Jerry starts <laughs> acting like Kramer. Like whenever that yeah. happens, it's it's pointed out and specific and a big deal. But in oh, Always course. Sunny, it can they can just all rotate through whoever is doing what. It's it's brilliant. It really is brilliant. Yeah, they're all they're all similar enough that you know they all think of the same stupid things, but they all have enough differences that like it's interesting when they change up their normal yeah, character it's almost like type. They have, yeah, it's almost like they have their own take on someone else's approach to something. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. They all agree what should be done, but they all they but they disagree on how to do it, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like perfect. That. <laughs> That's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah. So they hear a party starting to approach. They can hear Dennis. Like there's like music. There's all, they're like, oh, Dennis oh, they're is coming. In. And they run into the back uh, into the back office. So Dennis, Jan, and a group of ladies come into the bar and proceed to party. Don't tell me your names. He announces. Do not tell me any of your names. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I like this because he mentions like, start popping them off, start popping yep. them off, like talking about <laughs> popping off your clothes. Feel yeah. feel free to be free. No American <laughs> judgments here. The only yeah. rule is don't tell me your names. I don't want to know any of your names. Okay, he's like <laughs> laughing as he says it. He's trying to like make it light. But it's like weird. He just sounds like a murderer. <laughs> yeah, it's so dark. That's a Dennis thing to like get ground rules. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To like, yeah. to like, to like, try Establish to get some rules. sort of ground. Yeah, Mister. Like, okay, this is how it's gonna go, and mm-hmm. also to pretend like it's light, even though he needs it to be. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He will laugh through any dark situation. <laughs> <laughs> Frank comes up. Frank's there with the mannequin. Very unexpected. I don't yeah, know who's biting Frank. Just in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> oh, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. he has the mannequin introduce itself to one of the women. Yeah, <laughs> and when when Dennis pushes back at this a little bit, Frank almost drops character, and he's like, "They're German, Dennis. They're German. <laughs> like we're gonna have demented sex. <laughs> like 
I'm gonna have to Google that. What's what's the deal with German demented sex? Is that a thing? <laughs> I'm gonna let you figure that I out mean, on your own. You know the game Cards Against Humanity. There's a sure. there there's a card that says uh, that's a German dungeon porn. So oh. <laughs> maybe there's a thing. It might be too hardcore for me, but you know, someone <laughs> up there, <laughs> get at it. And so in the back room, D, Mac, and Charlie decide to announce their presence, but with a bang. <laughs> and they're all freaking out back here. It's the greatest party Mac has ever seen, which it could be. <laughs> yeah, it could, <laughs> could be. be. I mean, I don't know. I think he's just talking but about the ratio, maybe women to men or. I mean, yeah. who, I invites, I who invites them to parties? Any of them. Exactly. How many parties <laughs> have these guys been to? They don't have a deep bench. Well, they went to and a high school party <laughs> in the season <laughs> one. true. Remember that keg stands? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this is this is, and Charlie though is upset about the mannequin. He's focusing on Frank and the mannequin back here. Yeah, he's upset. The voice is off. <laughs> like. Yeah, the voice is off. He said he says a very interesting thing. That mannequin's making me look like a jerk to those women out there. <laughs> is that like crazy? That mannequin is making his impression <laughs> on those women that he's never going to talk to. <laughs> Whatever. He's supposed to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, what does he mean? Like, it makes me look like a jerk in front of those women out there. Like, he's not in front of those women. They don't even know who he is. <laughs> and they stop freaking out here. And fine, screw your dad. Let him eat our asses. Eat my button to smithereens. He don't care. He doesn't care anymore. Yeah, then they bring the eat the. They bring the eat in the butt back. This is like the final kind of like beat of that thing they started mm-hmm. in the in the first half of the, <laughs> the episode. Yeah, I think we're now in like resolve. Yeah, we're wrapping everything up and like in like an improv or something. This would be the last beat. You'd call back everything from the whole episode. Like everything has to be mentioned. Everything right. to, has to be pulled in. Especially because yeah. this is two part. There's a lot to pack in. Oh yeah, definitely. It's like Chekhov's gun, you know. A lot of guns going off in this. Yeah. Like Chekhov's butt eating. Yeah. So <laughs> they're like, okay, we're gonna do, we're we're gonna do it, but we gotta scare the shit out of them, right? So. They, they're going to do, they kind of come up with this idea to have like one last like hurrah or something. It's pretty stupid. I don't know what their plan is because it's so like underwhelming. I, I, I love that. I love that we see their plan later, but we don't hear them come up with it. Mm-hmm. Don't you lo- like, like we'll see later on what they do, but we don't hear them discuss like well, the logistics. It just kind of happens. I love it. <laughs> Based on its uh, effect, I'm kind of happy we didn't have to hear it. so then back in the bar Jan tells Dennis he set up the glory hole for him and so there's just girls dancing around here and I love when Jan comes up and he's like oh I gotta surprise you I set up the glory hole but he he screams it into the room the glory hole (laughs) he puts his hand over like the high that he's saying but he screams it into the room (laughs) yeah like he's trying to say it's a secret but he wants everyone to know (laughs) <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. And it's totally anonymous. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. <laughs> this guy is incredible. He's like, yeah. he's doing that thing again, but he's like doing it all over his body. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> it's so incredible. We need to bring back Jan. I'm, I'm just bring back Jan. We should start some sort of petition. Bring back Jan. Yeah, yeah. like totally. season 15. Yeah, like this guy should have been one of those, like a, like a, like a, a Ponderosa, like, he should have been like oh. one of these people Ponderosa, who they just yeah. pull in. Yes, they just pull in like whenever they mm-hmm. need, like McPoyle. Yeah, like, like if they need something, yeah. oh, let's get Jan. There's no reason he yeah. can't be. 
in a stall, we see Frank and new Charlie, and then we see some of Dennis. <laughs> so, fr- so Frank is like inviting this mannequin in on this. Well, well what the hell is? Well, <laughs> He's turning this glory hole into like, <laughs> like a voyeur's well, dream. What the hell is is <laughs> what the hell is Frank talking about? He's like, I'm a good boss. I'm a good boss. I'm gonna let you watch. Why is he calling himself a good boss? Well. He owns fifty percent of the bar, and he—he's the boss of Charlie. I, I, so I, I guess he's I, I therefore never, the boss of New Charlie. Told, I mean, he—he he told him to take out the bedpan, so you know he's—he's he's the boss in that sense. Like, yeah. Take out the bedpan, Charlie. But he's letting New Charlie know that he's the boss, and he's—he's he's gonna let him watch. And this, like, you see—you see Dennis's dick come through, like the. It, First of all, <laughs> it has to be huge, right, to cast a shadow like that. <laughs> like, I don't know if my yeah, dick can cast like a shadow. I, <laughs> Frank is explaining shadow. the glory hole situation to a right. mannequin, and as that he's explaining it, it's happening yeah. in real life. So <laughs> I like that we do get to see the, the okay. shadow of a dick right next to DeVito's head. How does Dennis and not hear him? That's the thing. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's another thing. Like, that's like, like a TV thing we have to forgive, I guess. I think it's funnier that, like, maybe Dennis just literally didn't hear him at all. Like, he's there. He's completely clueless. He's just, like, pulling his pants down, maybe, like, giving himself a pep he's, talk. He's, like, automatically like, hard? Bullshit. How was that? Yeah, he's hard. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's hard right away. He's automatically he's hard. Like, <laughs> yeah. Presumably, he was hard before he entered the bathroom. Uh, hey, you going to take care of this monster or what? This monster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing cast a shadow. It, it is cast a, a shadow. I mean, it's a pretty big shadow. <laughs> it's, like, it's crazy. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, uh, Frank turns, looks at it, and there's no way he can picture that is a girl. <laughs> Frank? <laughs> and then he loves you. And then the dick just. It, co- <laughs> it comes back real quick. And then he uses the, the <laughs> eye slot thing. The eye slot. I like how he gets to use the yeah. eye slot again. It's like. These are all parts of the buffalo. And then they, 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 re- they realize that this is what Jan set up. And this is exactly what Dennis was afraid of. Like, this is exactly mm-hmm. his problem with the glory yeah, hole is what true. is happening. <laughs> and right. and they, they, they talk about how Jan set this all up. That's a problem. So we cut to Dennis kicking everyone mm-hmm. out, including Jan. Then Mac, D, and Charlie come out from the back room and blow their minds. So, I, I, don't you love it's this? Kinda, it's kind of weird that Frank saw Dennis's hard Well, day. yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's like his, it's like his <laughs> Yeah, dad. it's true. It's true. But, like, they were going to go to an orgy the last episode together. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they got wrong. I mean, <laughs> they're off the rails this season. Frank doesn't With care, though. Frank doesn't care about this sort of stuff. No, I mean, Frank mm. is a you know. degenerate in the, the, the most sense of that word it could be. Like, it's <laughs> the highest sense. Like, yeah. He lives in this. Like, yeah. it's, <laughs> First he'd, he'd pull his dick out in front of Dennis. Oh, anytime. totally, yeah. It, yeah, and we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Di- it we'll see Danny DeVito <laughs> naked or almost naked more times coming up, too. Crawling out of couches, crawling oh, around floors. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And don't you love don't you love this where Dennis is kicking everyone out and Jan starts like kicking people out too? Like, oh yeah, I'll go, I'll go. He gotta go. He's yeah. kinda like joining Dennis. Like he's, he's on, on board, like he's yeah. part of the authority kicking people yeah, out. He doesn't know he's but part he's of this the real yeah. problem. He, he could have kicked Jan out and kept yeah, the win. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and so he's like, "No, Jan, you two, you gotta go." And I love, "Whoa, what did I do?" <laughs> he, just, he doesn't get it. I mean, I don't think he knew what. I mean, he is sort of delivering on what Dennis wants, you know. Yeah, I mean, Jan did nothing wrong in the context of like what Dennis I, I wanted. Gotta, I get, you know? I get, we right. gotta, I think we gotta make some always sunny cash shirts now that say Jan did nothing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> have, he runs Jan with a pretty vibe. Have a picture of him like with his hands like this. Jan did nothing. Yeah, wrong. on the back. Yeah, with the hand. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Pretty wild. Uh, he, he, I'm sorry. What gave yeah, it away? He, uh, he lets him know. Uh, oh, Americans, you're so uptight. And he gets kicked out. And then a firecracker goes off. Dennis, Dennis, Dennis is guilty of his own one rule. What's that? The American yeah, the American judgments. You're right. You're oh, right. The, uh, I guess his rule is no names, but you know, he did promise no American judgments. Uh, then a firecracker goes off, and from the back room come running out is D, Charlie, and Mac holding sprinklers. I'm sorry. You said you said a what, firecracker. Is that what it is? I, I would call them pyrotechnics. <laughs> I, I know Mac I actually would. wrote that down. I wrote down, is this Mac's pyrotechnic? <laughs> I think it's part of his supply. I love yeah. Of course he would call oh, yeah, it pyrotechnics. <laughs> and I love D's here. Surprise, bad. bitches. We're alive and it's blowing your mind. <laughs> what a crazy <laughs> thing to say. What a crazy thing to say. Dennis already knew this, though. Dennis figured it out before the, fun- before the funeral. <laughs> Which I think is weird because he was throwing out Max stuff. He was replacing well, well, him he, as a he roommate. Says, he says, <laughs> like, he I, says mean, I was doing it to piss you off. He says that. to Yeah. But then he's also pissing off these other third party people. <laughs> like, what if I someone mean, actually moved in? <laughs> like, but that doesn't matter to Dennis, though, you know? It's true. He's a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And... and Sort yeah, of so okay. Dennis lets him know he knew. He heard them talking in the vents. I don't, they, would you think you were being quiet? And they were just talking. Like when we do <laughs> see them, like in the vents, they are just talking. How yeah. would two grown men fit in the vents? I by the way, see you through my window. I can see through my windows, yeah. right? I forgot to ask how two grown men can fit in a vent like that. <laughs> I don't think they can. It's a huge event. <laughs> I I don't even think a. One grown man no. can fit in a vent. Yeah, in the past we've seen you know Frank crawling through, and he's a, he's a small guy. Yeah, you know that's true. He's filling up the whole thing. Aliens can live in there though. <laughs> so then they turn over the Frank and they say, "Frank, like you knew too." And of course, Frank is like doing that, like, "Yeah, yeah, I knew." And Charlie's kind of like like feeding it on, going like, "And all this stuff was to teach me a lesson." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I see you being that though? (laughs) (laughs) He just kind of looks down. (laughs) When did that happen? (laughs) I don't know. A lot of stakeouts for them. Of of course he banged it. Like for some reason, whenever they have anything like human shape, they're they're gonna gonna bang bang it. it. Yeah, and they they Dennis asks, "Why were you even doing this? You know, why were you even faking your death? Like we're getting all down to it." They let him know that Luther has, is out of prison. He's going to come kill them. But no, Frank's like, oh, no, no, I got mm-hmm. a letter. A letter came to the to the bar. And he reads it. There's no mention of the combat knife. I almost wish he put the combat knife like on the table like to scare them before he opened the letter or something. 
We, yeah. <laughs> we do get to hear some of the previous uh, letter. The gist of the letter is basically Luther is going to Tijuana to, and he wants to get away from him yeah, so yeah, he yeah. can learn to <laughs> forgive him. Now, is Luther a nice guy? Like, what is the deal with Luther? I mean, he's not a nice guy. <laughs> but he, like, he was going to um, take them to Cooperstown, look, and now he's, like... Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say he's a good guy that, like, at the end of the previous episode we seen him in, like, he just had, like, a like a moment of stress, and he said, I'm going to kill you. But I still think he's on that good path. So, I'm gonna, I, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say he's a good guy. I mean... I think it's almost like he, it's almost like he has like two sides to him, like yeah, two very like he does. because he he has all of his crimes and stuff like that behind him, and he's got like the eyes and everything. But <laughs> but you know, <laughs> the man doesn't blink, Dan. It's almost it's almost like it's almost like he doesn't express like the good part of himself around Mac because you know in the letter he says I love you. And uh, he and there's the notes about Cooperstown and stuff, but like whenever he actually talks to Mac, it's always dismissive and everything. I th- I, th- you know? I think it's like a some sort of like man complex situation where he can't be vulnerable. I yeah. guess I think you eliminated that for me. I like I think you're right. Like there, it, he does have good intentions and like a, at at times and I don't know. I, yeah, like he said, I do love you. Like. P.S. Don't find me, <laughs> whatever. <Yeah. laughs> and, and so when he's done reading the note, we get like Mac and Charlie look like embarrassed. We get a nice whoops. So like nothing, none of nothing they did had to have happened. Like everything that happened was, was all for nothing. And they all kind of realize this. And then we cut to Luther sleeping on a beach. And the music, I'm going to butcher this really hard, but I'm going to try. The song is the oh, song is En el tiempo en la colina mata Sigawa. I'm saying that completely wrong. I'm sure by Carlos Puebla, oh. Pedro Sosa, and Santiago Martinez. That's what the song is. It, it's a it's a good song. Yeah, it's a nice little tune. It's got like a nice little tune to it. It's like you know, and he's sitting there on the beach sleeping. Like, yeah. <laughs> is that that is that? Is that is that a happy ending? That's it's kind of a happy ending. I, it, to me, why yeah. did he ever come back? He's gonna, yeah, yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. Mm-hmm. Be- because everything gets worse for him whenever he comes back. That's true. If he gets if he gets in max yeah. orbit, things are going things are gonna suck. <laughs> like, I uh, I would say anybody gets in yeah. the max yeah. orbit, you're in trouble. In trouble. <laughs> so uh, all right, that brings us to the end of the episode. So I gotta ask you guys, uh, Dan. I'll start with you. What is your favorite character? Yawn. Yawn. Like, absolutely <laughs> yeah. yawn. I mean, I, I just agree. My favorite character just, is also Yawn. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. I, I'm also Jan? on, on yeah. yeah. Jan. Uh-oh, yeah. He, uh-oh. He's one of the best one-offs <laughs> in, like, the whole series, honestly. Like, it, he, yeah. every single scene he's in, every line is just, like, so, Electrifying. just so yeah. perfect. He steals you know? it. And what is our favorite scene, Ross? Um, the eulogy. The eulogy. Yeah, I mean that's great. The du- the burn in the duster yeah. eulogy is it's so yeah. funny. It's acting yeah. incredible. It's it's a cl- it, it's one of those moments that like of a clip that like you were saying before with like uh, I think like season three 
when they're creating the Dayman song, Dennis and Charlie on the couch. For me, that is like that cut kind of like is a it's electrifying yeah. to me. Like watch him like. Just give a eulogy about somebody and <laughs> not talk about that person whatsoever. <laughs> Just talk about burning yeah. a duster. This is off topic, but it just came to me. Can you remember the first time we seen Dennis doing a eulogy? Oh, my God. Season one. Yeah. With the, was that the, the funeral for the... L- Lionel for the, the Lion. For Lionel. Oh, my God. Lionel <laughs> the he's Lion. Trying, he's trying to get with the daughter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That speech is incredible. <laughs> That's a good idea, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> I was over his house on Christmas cooking him dinner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I even did I, I gotta, I gotta say, though, my favorite scene for me is meeting Jan. When Jan shows up at the door. Yeah. And get out of here. It's so strong. Like, it's just like, oh. so Dan, what is your favorite scene? It's when Charlie and Mac are watching Frank with the, with the Charlie doll. Just, just, <laughs> just through the window. Just, Char- just his voice for Charlie is Charlie. I did it last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why is he so special? Because I like you so much. <laughs> I like you too, Charlie. <laughs> I like you too, Charlie. And Dan, what is your favorite line? Favorite line is at the end when, uh, when they're asking Frank, it's like, "Oh, and you knew the whole time," and he's like, "Yeah, I yeah." Knew. <laughs> he like looks, yeah. he like looks down <laughs> yeah, the ground. I know. He's like, he looks real like, he looks really defeated, like sunken. <laughs> yeah, like, oh no, I I've been duped. <laughs> Ross, what is your favorite line? And they saw that he's humiliated. Uh, my favorite line is. I run with a pretty wild crew. <laughs> like, the way he, like, it's, like, kind of like a brag, but, like, he doesn't want to seem like yeah. it's a brag. And, like, the way he's, like, slumped yeah. over, and, like, he sighs as he says. <laughs> like, after. And for like, me, my favorite line is going to be the, ba 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 get out, lady. And he, like, slaps it in. The way he get out. Shut up. The pause between get out and lady is everything to me. Get out. Lady, it's it's almost like he ad libbed the lady. Part. Yeah, like, exactly. Like he thought of it know. afterwards. Yeah, totally. Dude, that guy is a genius. Yes. And of course, that brings us to the Always Sunny Wiki Trivia Challenge. We have two contestants today. These are three trivia facts. One of them is from the website, the Wiki Sub Wiki, whatever it's called, and the other two are made up by me. Please, Dan and Ross, if you could please guess the correct one. I'll do the my one best, n- sir. The one that is not made up by me. Number one. This episode is based on a real roommate Charlie Day had. Number two. This episode is banned in Germany. Number three. The scene where <laughs> Luther shaves is likely a parody of the Terminator. Oh, the guests go first. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna say the Terminator. I'm gonna say the Terminator. Okay. Number right. three. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, is correct. That. The trivia on the wiki thing <laughs> set. Now this is what it says. It says the scene where Luther shaves is likely a parody of ter- Terminator. So how could something be a trivia if it, they don't even know? They're not sure. They just they just make <laughs> yeah, this shit up. I mean. <laughs> Somebody was watching. Look, it's likely. It was just like, hey, it's Terminator. Yeah, it's, but it's not real. I don't you, get a, term, a Terminator vibe from that at all. What, what's <laughs> no. seen in Terminator? Is like, that goodbye, son. I don't remember. I don't, and with a straight razor. I don't remember any of that from Terminator. I don't know. It feels like it's, <laughs> it feels like it's just like playing off of like an action movie. Like, trope, yeah. You know? You know how many yeah. action movies have the guy shaving right. in a mirror? Probably all of them. 
<laughs> so, and then he like says something to like like yeah you know menacing exactly uh and so i guess that brings us here to our final thoughts fellas i get to ask is this episode alive and blowing your mind or is it like ba 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 get out of here episode I'm going to say it's alive and blowing my mind. All right. Yes. For sure. It's alive and blowing my mind, It's alive and blowing my mind, too. I enjoy this episode very much. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's so much fun. I mean, last episode was good, but this one's I, I wish Jan was in the first like, episode. Like, I need another. I need more Jan. I know. Bring back Jan. Bring but, back Jan. But, that, but see, like, that could be the problem with Jan. Like, if you get too much Jan, would you still okay. love him that much? Okay. I mean, more than if it's any more than what we have, I think it. I think would be great, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, if I they think you're them, right. He's yeah. Just if too they good. pulled them in like a pondy bear, it would be like it would be perfect. It would be like yeah. For, like, it, but he'd be like Dennis's guy. He'd be like the guy Dennis goes to and pulls in and knows and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but yeah, yeah just like he's just like a he, he. So far, absolutely my favorite one-off, without a doubt, my favorite. Oh yeah. Guest star. So far, yeah. yeah, I would say so. Even over Judy Greer? Yeah. I, yeah. Have a thing I do Judy have a thing Greer. for Judy Greer. I do have a thing <laughs> so. for Judy Greer, but yeah, I, I think I think I think so. Yeah, I have a thing for Jan. Jan. Yeah, I have a thing for Jan too. Jan is like he's he's great. Yeah. I also like Pepper Jack. <laughs> I love Roxy. Yeah, Roxy's good too. Roxy, Roxy's good too. Yeah. Roxy's great. Roxy's a wild. <laughs> Roxy leaves such a big impression. That's know? true too. Yeah, Frank's pretty woman. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> I'm a good one faced. <laughs> well, this all jacket is tighter than dick skin. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, that's gonna do it for us here at the Always Sunny Cast. Uh, Ross, what episode are we doing next time we record? Whenever that may be. Okay. Next time we record, we are going to talk about, analyze, break down, et cetera, et cetera. Season four, episode seven, Who Pooped the Bed? So, guys, well, what can you expect from this episode? Uh, we, can, we can expect a, like, um, the, like a, a sort of like a trial. Is that what they're doing? Like a trial? <laughs> it's kind of like a mystery. It's like, kind of like almost like a murder mystery, I think. Yeah, oh, right. Exactly. Yeah. Like Who done it? Yeah. Who done it? Yeah, it's a whodunit. We have uh, we have a great cast of ladies in this one. We get the waitress and Artemis. Yeah, it's been a while since we've seen Artemis. Poop. There's poop. Uh, yeah, we could expect more. We could expect some more background info on Charlie and Frank's sleeping arrangements. <laughs> <laughs> yes, long overdue. You know, it's weird. They've been living together, but we don't get to like hear or see much of it. It was you know? mentioned. Dennis we, at one point mentions. You and my dad sleep in this bed, but they don't. That's the kind of <laughs> as far as they've. They really don't admit to it, but like we know it. <laughs> yeah, they they really lock it down in this one. We see de- We see a dent in a car caused by D's head. Yes. Oh, that's right. We see D. Oh yeah, drunk that's right. D. We get to see smashing <laughs> the things. D. We get to see uh, the waitress. It, we get to see is Artemis. this the episode where D tries to buy the shoes? Yes. Yes. And they the say the cards declined. And, yeah, and they say the shoes are like they don't come in that size <laughs> or whatever. Oh my god! But she buys them anyway. She yeah. runs. <laughs> That's the episode. <laughs> yeah. She's like, she's like waddling out. Sex in the City crew. That I remember. That I certainly remember. <laughs> uh, all right, then we're gonna find out. I guess ne- right. next time we're all about that. Dan, thank you so much for joining us. Do you have anything to plug? Anything you, uh, you want to get out there? Well, I make music. I have a okay. I have a, a solo project called Projector Fires. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, all that sort of stuff. 
Um, okay, cool. If you're into that kind of synth pop indie sort of sort of stuff, you know. Like what? Like like give give me like what's it kind of like this? Like, what's it like? Somebody compared it to Depeche Mode once. I've heard The Cure. All right, all right, um, cool. Yeah. Projector fires. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate that. And uh, everyone else, uh, good day to you. To you. Always Sunny Cast is not endorsed or affiliated with Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the FXX Network, or Philadelphia. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Eric Regan and Ross Northrup. Email thoughts, questions, suggestions, corrections, or things we just plain forgot to alwayshoneycastpod at gmail.com. And if you have a moment, please rate, subscribe, and review the podcast. And as always, thanks for listening, you jabronis. <laughs>